Hi, I'm Debbie Braun, President of the Aspen Chamber Resort Association, and thank you for joining us on this edition of ACRA's Election Forum. I hope you all got a chance to look at our city council candidates that we interviewed earlier in the week, along with our mayoral candidates. And today, we're really lucky to have Lift One Quarter here today. So welcome. I have Harris, I have Kelly, and some guy named Brian over there on the end. Hi, thank you for joining us thanks so for much. Having us. Yeah, thanks. I really just want to start off by really encouraging our voters to get educated. There's been lots of great articles in the Aspen Times. You guys have a wonderful website. I hope somebody will give us the website as we talk today. Aspen Public Radio's done a lot of um, information gathering. So there's a lot of really good info out there. Get out and vote on March 5th. It's super important for our whole community. So with that, hello. Hello. Hi. Are Hello. you guys exhausted? Have you been out sort of talking Lift One all the time? No, it's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah. Invigorating. It is. I feel like this is such a wonderful time where we get the opportunity to really talk about community mm -hmm. and how we can all do things together. We're all working in our own little silos. So during election season, it's been fun to get out and see everyone. But today specifically, we're going to just be talking about Lift One. And I know that you guys have had the opportunity to talk about Lift One, so we just wanted to kind of head in a little bit deeper if we could. So I don't know who wants to answer which question. Jump in at any time. Conversational in nature. So my first question. Okay. One issue many people bring up um, is the rezoning of the base of the mountain. So I just wanted to start off by, can you explain what it means to be zoned conservation versus what it means to be zoned lodging? Yeah, you want me to take that? Brian? Sure. So <clears throat> the conservation zone within the city limits of Aspen, um, especially at, up at the base um, of the mountain across Aspen Mountain, um, was created as a holding district. It wasn't a no development district as you would normally see like out in the county or out in the forest or near BLM land where it's conservation. Uh, the preserve, for example. Sure. It's not like that whatsoever. It's, it's actually a medium density zone district that was created back in the 60s, 70s um, uh, as a holding district for future development at the base of the mountain. Um, yeah. I mean that's that's what it is and what's a lodging zone the lodging district or the lodging zone well aren't there like conservation zone lodging zone there's like a few liver different are, layers yeah. right up in there which is yes. um part of why it's so complicated that's right so like brian was saying it's a conservation zoning not a conservation easement and although they sound similar they're very very different so conservation zoning doesn't mean no development gorsuch house through their conservation zoning could build single family homes on that land. What they're trying to do is get it rezoned to lodge so they could build a hotel, which is more community focused and is better for Aspen to have more lights on rather than empty single family homes. Right. So that's what we're going for. And to his point about it being a holding pattern, uh, that's very true. The Little Nell, Gondola Plaza, those were previously zoned conservation. And until there was a proper development that could be utilized at the base, that's what it was. So uh, it's a challenging thing to explain. There's a lot of nuance to it, but that's generally what it is. I think you just did a very nice job. Well, Thank and you. I, I yeah. believe did that do a good you, job. you guys could also put in a cemetery or a railroad up there under the current. Yeah, there's a lot, the of, different, zoning, right? a lot of different things you could do within that zone district, but uh, 
Well, we just want to, you know, Jeff and I's intention was always to put back what was what was there in the 50s, 60s, 70s, you know, hotels and community gathering places and World Cup and hotbeds and right, some vitality bars, back. restaurants, yeah. and you know. Well, that's great, but I keep hearing from a lot of people who said, well, if we vote no on the project, it's going to go back to council for further deliberation. So I don't know that's necessarily true. Um, if this project doesn't get passed, are we going back and continuing to negotiate? So that is categorically false. The reality is, is that the Lift One Lodge approval is from 2011, and the state of Colorado mandates that any land use approval has a 10-year window. Otherwise, that, that uh, approval expires. So it was approved in 2011. We're now in 2019. We're sort of running up against the end of that 10-year period. Right. So the reality is, is that you know, we've put our project on hold for two years in order to you know, bring the lift down, um, modify our project to allow that ski corridor to occur. And if the vote ends up being no, there simply won't be enough time to start over again and go through this entire process to bring the lift down. We'd sort of be backed into a corner where we had to build our existing entitlements. Could you go back and ask for an extension of rights? You can't because that 10-year window is absolute. Okay. So in 2021... So I think that's what a lot of people right. also think, oh, we'll just go back and get 10 yeah, more years. Yeah, we can't do that. That's okay. a state of Colorado law. So, unfortunately, the current entitlements that we have are for the same size building, it's the same heights, and the main difference is that the building, the two buildings that make up the Lift One Lodge are too close together to allow for a ski corridor and a lift to go between them. Right. So what we've done for our project, for this plan, is that we uh, push them further, we, we move them further apart to allow that 60-foot ski corridor to come through those two buildings. And there simply wouldn't be enough time to go back to council and go through this entire process again. Without that expiring. Correct. Well, it's interesting you bring up a point that um, one of our members asked, which is, in our community, there have been some large developments um, that start and then they sit dormant. Mm -hmm. I hate to even say the Aspen Club, but that's a good example right now. Um, and then um, they sit dormant, and then they might start back up again, recession, economy. Um, how are you going to avoid that happening to your project? Why do, once we approve your project, mm -hmm. um, how do we know it's not, you don't have your financing, right. something happens? Um, right. are, are, is the plan to like hit the dirt and the shovel? and? Yeah, we, we fully plan on hitting the ground running as soon okay. as we can, as soon as the vote hopefully is approved. Uh, what I can say as far as any sort of uh, guarantee that the project will you know, start and get completed is that uh, you know, our principals, Michael and Aaron Brown, have been doing business in this area for 20 years. They own two hotels, successful hotels in Aspen. This is our business. And, you know, I can't speak to any other projects, but for our project, we will be fully financed before we put a shovel in the ground. So there won't be a situation where we run out of money halfway through the project. All well, of the money will be in place so that we can complete the project once we start. I guess the question is, okay, so you're going to get started. Could you start, you stop, and you start and go all the way through? Or is it all for one, one for all with the project? I think it's generally all for one, one okay. for all. And 
I will also add that the ski company, who has been doing business here for 50, 60, whatever years, um, you know, they have a huge interest in seeing this project completed. Mm -hmm. And it serves none of us up here or the ski company or anyone else who's involved in the project to start and stall out. We're yeah. all very highly motivated to get this thing complete as quickly as possible. Great. Kelly, why can't we just build a beautiful museum, ski museum, on your current site? Why do we need it up at the Lift One Lodge? Well, it, it makes the most sense to be at the bottom of a ski hill, right? Because it's going to be a ski history museum. And this particular area is where skiing in our valley, organized skiing, it's the birthplace of it. So it makes the most sense. The Aspen Historical Society has actually had the ability to build a ski museum on that spot since 1995. And this is the best way for it to happen for us. We don't have to build it from the ground up. It gets to be in a building that will be historically designated, the Skier Chalet Lodge Building. And it will be in a revitalized area. It doesn't do us a lot of good to have a ski museum in, in what's essentially a dead zone where there's not a lot going on. So for us, it's the best possible way to get this museum built. It's interesting when you talk about a dead zone because you're really talking about a mile and a half from your current location up the hill. So, um, How many people do you know who won't go past the roundabout? <laughs> I do it every day, so I don't, I don't know. Um, in Vail, is the ski museum right there at the base of the mountain as well, or where is the Vail ski it's, museum? It is, um, and it's actually the, the Colorado Ski History Museum in Vail. It's not, and, and they have some of our artifacts in it, yeah. um, including a lift one chair. Um, it's... Uh, it's, it's um, it's part of the parking garage, actually. Okay. It's in kind of a building off the parking garage. So, right. I mean, kind of all Vail is a base area. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Okay. It's front and center. <laughs> There's, I don't know, 500 parking spaces in that garage. That's right. where everybody parks. They pass right they right. They go it. right by it. The right. restrooms are next to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very active location for that to be. Will Vail, you be retailing sure. out of the museum at all? Well, we don't. I mean, you know, this is such early stages, and we don't have final plans by any means, but museums typically don't pay for themselves with admission, so we will have some museum-related sort of revenue-generating mm -hmm. things in there, and a gift shop. I mean, gift shops are, I mean, think of MoMA. They yeah. probably make most of their money through their, their gift shop. Um, we will have some sort of gift shop kind of presence, yes. Great. So all for one, one for all. We're hoping to get this all built about the same time. Mm -hmm. um, that seems like it would be the easiest way because so many people are talking about how many dump trucks of dirt is going to have to go back and forth. So I'm assuming all that collaboration is going on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It will. I mean, we have, we have two major projects going on right now and on South Aspen Street, those townhomes that have been under construction. We also have the W Hotel and I think both of those projects have done a great job to, you know, as great as they can to mitigate their impact on the community. I haven't heard too many complaints. Will uh, those about projects those. be completed by the time yours starts? Yes. yes. Yeah, I think this summer. I think summer, that's great to hear too. Yeah. Yes. Like significantly before us. Maybe I think a, the W is slated to open this summer. I think maybe in the fall, but yeah. Maybe fall. Yeah, yeah this year though. <laughs> this year. Okay, great. Um, tell me about, because I feel like your um, 
all of your materials really are trying to touch into this emotional connection that our community has with the base area. Um, outside of the museum, how will this redevelopment create an emotional connection for the visitors that are coming to Aspen? So the thing for me that's most exciting is that when you stand on Dean Street and you look up at all of this, uh, the whole project, the thing that stands out the most is that you're looking up to the mountain. It's a wide open corridor. So it really is this amazing connection of the mountain to town. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're all here because of what occurred on this site, you know, back in the 40s when Lift One was originally built. That was the start of Aspen as we know it. And so to have that connection again between the mountain and town, I think is really special. And I think that's what makes this project so amazing. Great. Yeah, I, 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 you said it really well. I can't really follow. <laughs> yeah. He's doing a good job. Uh, but I would just say the same thing. I, I think uh, the magic of the mountain, bringing it back to, to the community, to down to Dean Street. I mean, effectively, when you're at the Gondola Plaza, you're on Dean Street, and you're looking past the St. Regis through the arches. You go straight through there. You can walk up some steps, put your skis on, and get back on the lift, just like at the Gondola Plaza. And uh, putting community gathering spaces and places to operate over there that were always there. Yeah, um, I think activating that yeah. side of town will be really important. I would never oh, go over there racing. myself right. <laughs> right now. I mean, I'm all over on the gondola side. So yeah. to have additional options mm -hmm. um, available, I think, is great for that activation. And what's really great, I think, is the use of the historical assets yes. in bringing that vitalization back. You know, I obviously wasn't here, but heard great stories about the steakhouse and the you know restaurant and the vibe that went on there and to bring that back is pretty cool and this somebody said the city in the parcel and i know you're not city representatives but a park size of wagner park yeah so that's that's pretty cool right so that's yeah. what makes this area not just a winter ski portal yeah but it's really a year-round attraction sure because the combination of willoughby Delensic Gardens, Lift One Park. It's all one contiguous space. Right. And it's nearly the size of Wagner Park. And the Parks Department for the city did an amazing job of planning all of this out. And they have some really interesting ideas for how they're going to utilize that park space. That's great. Um, okay, so we talked about the number one, like reasons why the visitor would try to find that emotional connection with that area, but what do you think in your opinion, each of you, number one benefit for an Aspen local? Um, ski racing, sounds good to me. The lift, sounds good to me. The park, sounds good to me. But what's that number one, what do you think the number one benefit is? Uh, reactivating that side of the mountain. Um, yeah, the uh, I, where do I start? Uh, I've been talking I think about that's what's tough well, is that it, I don't think it's one thing. It's, it's not. There's so many public aspects of this plan. There's so many amenities that are open to the public. It's for people from Aspen and visitors. It's not for one or the other. It's right. really for everybody. And I think it's tough to pick one thing because there are so many great yeah. benefits. Well, and I think, yeah. you know, if you're someone who really cares about skiing, then 
that's great for you. If you're someone who really cares about history and preserving, you know, some of the, like the two skier chalet buildings, the, the gantry of the old lift, the preservation, then that happens. If you, if you're excited about another place to go to dinner or, you know, another place for your friends to stay when you come, when they come to town, then, then, then you've got that. I mean, I, I think it kind of hits or, you know, World Cup, you know, this is going to be really instrumental, yeah. I think, in getting World Cup back. So I it kind of hits on a lot of different um, areas. Yeah. It does, and we're—I mean—we're building what 67 employee housing units around town, mm -hmm. or in, in and around town. Prior to, prior to the project's opening, the hotels they can't open until we've built that. Plus, we have another 30 to 35 million dollars of, of transfer tax that's generated over the next 30 years as part of the projects that also goes to the housing fund so plus all the normal lodging taxes that gets dis dispersed uh, you know there's just a Chewacra. massive amount of a massive <laughs> amount of of uh, economic benefit economic benefit that, yeah. that these projects uh, bring to the community so and how great. long from start to finish will it take to get the entire project done so our general plan is that after the vote, it'll take about a year for uh, architectural engineering construction drawings to be done. Okay. Then you go through the city's permit process, which for a project like this, we're anticipating about a year. So we think that we'll start construction in roughly two years, and we think construction will take about two years. Okay. So start to finish, we think four years is a reasonable time frame. So it's interesting. I think people think it'll get passed in November, and then it's going to be built almost right away. November, March. March. Oh, God. <laughs> Please weeks. vote. March 5th. Uh, Don't March forget 5th. to vote. Yes. <laughs> to lift Don't one be on me. March 5th. Yeah. Um, no, we, we still have to go through the permit process like everybody else yeah. and, and create those documents. So, yeah. So initially years and years ago everybody was just so excited about the restaurant there's going to be a new restaurant it's going to be affordable um any does it have to be affordable restaurant and is it open year-round yeah we believe it'll be year-round this whole okay. portal is meant to be a year-round attraction okay. there's going to be obvious winter skiing uh you know things like that going on but also in the summer we mentioned the parks it's going to be hopefully a year-round attraction. Is the city stipulating at all um, that you have to be open year-round or anything like that? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Um, how do you see this development affecting the current business community? Um, you're activating a new space, but you're also going to be creating a lot of competition. I think competition is good, always. Always has been. Um, speaking from a... I'm the, the ski coach on the team, if you will, or one of the partners, but um, that's what we teach our kids that. I've taught ski racers that for 20 years. We teach them how to win, how to fail, how to learn, how to set goals, all those things that, you know, I mean, competition is good. Makes everybody uh, better. That makes everybody better and, and hopefully a better environment for the community. So we, we embrace that environment. I think we always have. Ski racing always has. Yeah. And outdoor lifestyle has always done that as well, so... Yeah, I think Aspen is a you know a world class ski resort, and you know we're just hopeful to be a part of that. Yeah. One thing I continue to hear about is this gift. Have you guys heard about this four million dollar gift to the developers? I have heard of. Has such anybody a said anything? Yeah. It's actually four point three six million. That's correct. Um, as a gift, is this a gift? What is going on with this money? Um, is somebody going to just put that in their bank account and get to keep this gift, or how are we utilizing this non-gift? 
It's certainly not a gift. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, the, the truth of the matter is, is that this has been a public-private partnership from the moment council instructed all of us to get together and, to, and told us to bring the lift down. Yeah. So it was lift first, everything else second. And through that public-private partnership, working with the Parks Department, the Engineering Department, Community Development, and all the great city departments that have played a huge role in this, we've all worked together to create this plan. And one of the things that will be required is uh, an improvement to Dean Street. So a lot of this, uh, you know, this portal will be activated on Dean Street. So Dean Street needs to be redone. Yeah. It's gonna, we're gonna add sidewalks, we're gonna add uh, bike lanes, and we're gonna add drop off. So Dean Street needed to be redone. So part of that 4.36 million is gonna go towards Dean Street, which is obviously a city street, it's a public street, and the city is going to be investing in improving that street. The rest of the 4.36 million is gonna to go towards the ski museum. Mm. So we're taking this uh, chalet lodge building, we're gonna designate it historic, we're gonna renovate it, and it's gonna be uh, gifted to the historical society, it's gonna sit on city land, and they're gonna do a great job with programming it. And so part of that 4.36 million will go towards that. Those are the only two pieces that that money is going towards. So it's really just for the public infrastructure uh, parts of this plan. Uh, and that's, that's the truth. I do want to be clear about one thing, though, um, Debbie, is the, the part that's going toward the, the Ski Museum building, it's not going to the Historical Society. So right. we are going to be on the hook for raising money to do the part that we have always been supposed to do, which is to take the building once it's moved, once it's stabilized, put into a white box condition, then we start our capital campaign okay. to finish it out, turn it into a museum, and operate the museum. Kelly, I think that's really important to distinguish because people will believe right. that then why are you doing a capital campaign? Right. You just got you a just big got three million dollars from the yeah. city, which is is not what it's is not happening. really the case for it. Um, are you getting any of the four point three six million over there on the Gorsuch side, or? Not that I'm aware of. No, nobody's getting Not a penny of that $4.36 is going towards any of the private development. It's not no. going to any hotels, any condos, anything like that. It's also price capped. To it's, be a big sticking point. I'm not sure. I think that it's, it's really great that the city is investing in its own infrastructure and, and helping this project succeed. We all want this project to succeed and we don't want to see any sort of delays or issues, and this is just one piece of helping that process. And it's also okay. tied to the lift going in. That's right, that's actually a great point. That 4.36 million will only be invested in the project once the lift is operational. So this goes back to the city sort of putting us on this path of lift first, everything else second. That money will only be given out from the city's coffers once that lift is operational. Yeah, but if it's for the street, one of the, will they get the lift in first and so, then do Dean Street? So the developers will pay for all of that up front. Up front, okay. That's so right. if you're if you don't come through, right, then you're not going to get the payment. Right. Okay. That 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 four million dollars only happens once the lift is operational. Okay. And if it ends up being more expensive than that, then that's we're on the hook for that. The developers are. So it's are, capped it's out. Cap. At, it's capped. Yeah. Correct. And potentially in a few years it could possibly go up. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Construction inflation is a challenge in this city, but right. we understand that. Do I say City Hall? 
Oh, that's a whole different thing. <laughs> no. um, you're going to need some other panelists. <laughs> yeah, for that one, you're like, um, I also feel like I've heard out there that there are other um, entities that need to approve one, this project, like has the Forest Service weighed in on the lift? Build um, has the building department. Or, I mean, are we all set with um, other entities? Nobody else needs to approve. Really, you just kick into the permitting process, and all that happens there. Or are there other sets of approvals? So, just like any development in Aspen, once it's uh, approved through an ordinance, it'll go through final approval with PNZ and HPC and the building department getting a permit. So. There's still details to be hammered out, but those are sort of minor in the scheme of things. Okay, so you wouldn't be coming back asking for like large variances? No, not at, at all. All, all of yeah. the size of the buildings, the height of the buildings, the number of hotel rooms, all of that is set. Okay. You can't ask um, for it again. Yeah, you can't get because more. I think some people feel like you'll go back in during that permitting time and try to renegotiate, um, and that won't be possible. No, that won't be possible. In fact, that's why it's going to a vote. The voters. Is because the voters have to decide, ultimately, whether to approve this project or not. It's not one department or a few departments within the city. It's really the voters. This is their one shot to approve this and get it going. Which is why it is so important that we educate all of our voters and yeah. get them out for March 5th. Um, because it seems like this might be one of the last opportunities that we're going to be able to... to this is it. This, this is the last one. Really? This is really it. Well, I, I can... Uh, hopefully the, the community appreciates, because uh, everybody's hundreds, maybe thousands of people in the community over, over the last 20 years, and the, the co-ops, and two co-ops. Those Starting are bad words. Early Don't 2000s. say that. <laughs> well, we, it didn't get there, right? Well, I sat on those two columns. Yeah, and you so, spent yeah, hours and probably hundreds of hours yourself. So, you know, hopefully we, we, we've finally gotten the lift back down to the bottom of the mountain into town. After 48 years, we've, we've done what, what everybody wanted, what we wanted yeah. as community members. Um, so hopefully now it's 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 finally time. Let's, let's get informed and let's move forward. Yeah. And what city council charged us with doing. Yeah. Right. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, so I wanted to give you guys the opportunity. Is there a place if I have more questions? Um, do you have a website? We do. It's uh, liftonecorridor.com. Okay, so We're somebody went there Instagram. to the liftonecorridor.com. And what happened to your frequently asked questions? Is it back up again? Because it went down. People were trying to click onto it. Um, in will, our office. I will find out okay. the answer. For so you. I was like, what happened? Why did the FAQs <laughs> go down? Um, I know the city I'm of Aspen. I'm looking at somebody else going, yeah, uh, city of Aspen we'll also has up. FAQs up on their uh, website as well. I think right now, more than ever, misinformation is getting out, real information is getting out, so fake I'm news. Sorry to yeah. jump in here, but I'm glad you brought up the city's website because yeah. it's important for people to understand that the pro and con statements that are on the city's website have not been vetted right. as factual. There's a fact sheet on the city's website, which yes. is factual, but the pro and cons are opinions, and a lot of them, unfortunately, include are crazy. lies. Yeah, well, So yeah. please <laughs> We had don't fun reading through those. <laughs> um, no, you really should, but you can't believe. So the <laughs> FAQ 
is correct, but if you look at the pro cons, those are opinions. Right. Is what you're saying. Those I think are that's, purely entertainment. Yes. Um, <laughs> I want to thank you all for coming in today, and I also yeah. um, wish you the best of luck for the next couple weeks. Thank you. Um, Thanks. it's going to be really busy, as we mentioned. Don't vote November, March 5th. Please get out. <laughs> um, and there are still many opportunities where you can get more information. So please do that. And, and we're, having finish a, with. we're having a ski, a lift, an event at Lift 1A at the Lift, skiing 12 to 2, I believe, on the 23rd of February. 23rd yep. of February. And then we're also, Saturday, 12 yeah. to 2. And yep. plenty of other events that we'll have in the paper. And, uh, right at the base of the lift. Yeah. The lift will be running. Great. Yeah. The old lift. Thank you so much. We'll keep you um, thank you for joining us for ACRA's election forum. And we will be back um, next election, or maybe the runoffs. <laughs>